Welcome to Take a Walk with an Exec, the exclusive EMS podcast. Your opportunity to step away from the screen and get outside for a little audio learning on the go. Listen in as industry executives reveal what's on their minds, what's in their playbooks, and how they're planning to take on the challenges that lie ahead. And now, your host, Rachel Boucher. All right. Happy Thursday. I'm pleased to present our fourth and final Take a Walk with an Exec episode this week during EMS. Thrilled to have Andrea Bremer, Chief Marketing and Public Relations Officer for Ally Financial here. Ally scored the Platinum Pro Award from our sister publication, Chief Marketer, this year for the Ally Plus Monopoly Grow Your Fortune program, which promoted financial literacy in an entertaining digital experience wired with augmented reality, just the sort of brand we love in the age of the pivot. Um, welcome, Andrea. Thank you so much, Rachel. It's my pleasure to be here. So I want to start off by talking about leadership because we have spent many months this year on pivot strategies and digital marketing and experiences and safety. But for those in a leadership position, there have been shifts in the office, in the work, in the roles. Um, what has been a leadership best practice for you um, in navigating the new normal? Well, you know, I mean, I don't think I've said the word pivot so many times in my in in my lifetime <laughs> that I have this year. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a different word. Um, honestly, for me, I think that my 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 number one piece of advice and the thing that I have tried to follow myself is thinking like a human being first, um, and then thinking like a, a marketer second. Um, and even a leader, uh, you know, third, I, I think that we all have to just step back in this unprecedented year and um, think about how we're feeling, think about um, how other people are feeling, and and then let your human emotions kind of guide your approach in terms of not only what you want to talk about, but also what you want to do for people, how you need to show up for people um, in your life, how you need to show up for your teammates, and then how your brand should show up and, and intersect with um, with consumers' lives. And, and that has guided me really, really well this year. What are some of the ways that you've been able to keep your teams connected and motivated despite all the challenges um, professionally and personally? You know, it's interesting. I feel like we're more connected this year than we ever have been. Um, mm. And it's probably because we are interacting with more frequency out of necessity. So, you know, at an executive level at Ally, um, we are we have uh, more frequent meetings than we ever have before. And I feel much closer to a lot of my peer group than I ever have because we're all trying to make sure that we're circling around one another and, and watching each other's backs, if you will, with regard to risks in the business, risks, risks in the different functions, um, and, and making sure that we're all keeping the brand safe. In terms of my team specifically, we're meeting at least twice a week on Zoom uh, calls with our agency partners, which is definitely more frequent than we would if we were in the office. Um, we have a lot of fun things happening you know, with one another, whether it's a house party app or Marco Polo app, and we're sending each other funny messages you know, uh, text chains with group messaging and just trying to bring some levity um, through that perspective. And um, I think it's just those small things. And then I'm just trying to be thoughtful about, you know, sending sending people like on my team bottles of wine and thanking them or a little handwritten note 
or trying to do um, you know, Zoom calls with individual teams and just not having any agenda and just talking and asking everybody how they're doing and laughing and having sharing funny stories and those kinds of things. So again, I think it gets back to that trying to be superhuman and super connected. Mm. And, you know, we've, we've talked a lot this year about how important communications have become in the wake of COVID and how important communications will be in the future, you know, as our attendees, um, as our customers, as our consumers feel inspired to once again come out and engage, you know, with our brands. Um, what are some of the things that your teams have been talking about, best practices that you can share on striking the right chord with target audiences with um, so much unknown? You know, the planning piece, I think, is the struggle because how do you plan for a future that's unknown, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think you have to, one, you have to make sure that you're putting together a plan that allows for maximum flexibility. I think right now it's hard to predict for any of us what's going to happen even week to week um, and sometimes even even day to day. And so the ability to have that maximum flexibility so that you can make the right optimizations at the right time is so important. Um, secondly, I think really very focused on audience migration and looking at where people are, are truly consuming media and where they're spending time and creating for that. So for instance, you know, we've noticed a huge migration to, to gamification and gaming in general. And so we're doing a lot with that, um, whether it's, you know, uh, sponsoring more things on Twitch, uh, doing, um, you know, interactive um, uh, brand integrations with games, et cetera. Um, so that audience migration piece, I think, is another important piece. And then third, I think right now content is king. Um, really using your social me media listening tools, listening to what you're hearing from customers and consumers, and then being able to provide them content that's helpful and relevant and useful. So for instance, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, we knew that there was a lot of uh, incidences of fraud and so, and cybersecurity threats. And so we produced a lot of content and pushed that out to our customers around how to protect yourself from that. So I think that, you know, that keen, use of listening and responding and flexibility will prove people really well right now. Mm. Yeah, let's turn to the work. Um, programs this year your team has been able to execute that you're especially proud of? Um, well, you know, it's interesting because I would say the, the thing that I'm most proud of, um, I wouldn't label a marketing program, but I would label mm. a, a big brand act. And that was the way that we came together as a leadership team at Ally and put together the most comprehensive uh, forbearance program in the industry and offering our customers four months of payment deferrals on their auto loan and their uh, mortgage loans, uh, waiving literally every fee, even if you needed a debit card overnighted to you, making sure that that fee was um, was on us, um, going into customers' accounts and looking for people that have negative balances and making them whole, in essence, gifting them um, that negative balance so that they would get the totality of their stimulus check, uh, creating an employee relief fund funded by the people of Ally to help our, our brothers and sisters at Ally, um, you know, that may be hurting during this time. Um, pledging $30 million over the next three years to economic mobility. Um, I think those are big brand acts and they, they didn't, they weren't necessarily marketing programs, but they have engendered unbelievable 
business metrics and unbelievable loyalty as a result of having a purpose and letting our actions be guided by that very clear purpose. It feels like the need um, kind of guides the process, you know, the, the customer need. Absolutely. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's what Ally was born out of. I mean, the company was created during the, the last financial crisis out of solving for customer pain points and out of doing the one thing that nobody was talking about at the time in this category, which was customer centricity. And I, I just, it's, you know, when you're in a time like now, to see the way that brands show up is so important. And I'm just super proud of the way that our brands shown up during this time. So in the first few months of the pandemic, um, uh, you know, the industry was really focused on roadblocks, <laughs> like what was in front of them and how to, cl how to clear it. And the pivot was part of that strategy. But um, where has your team been able to find opportunity this year? And, you know, I think about what the program that you just described, you know, but, um, you know, things that you were able to do this year that you might not have been able to do in another year. Yeah, I mean, I think one, um, the migration to gaming to gaming is probably right. something that was um, always on our roadmap, but we just never seemed to get to it <laughs> um, we, because we had other pressing priorities. And with the audience migration there, it forced us to go there. And I think that that's one thing that we were really excited about. Second is um, I think we were really forced to rush more headfirst into robust content creation. We've done um, you know, various content programs, but now I think finding ways to do real meaningful con connected content and to, and to deliver journeys um, that make sense for people is something that we were also able to, to really advance. And then I think the third area is, um, is really around um, what I'll call, you know, kind of a more robust focus on customer communications. Um, instead of just thinking about customer communications in terms of relationship deepening or cross-sell, really thinking about the role of customer communications to not only communicate important programs, but then to manage customers through those programs so that they, they wouldn't default, so that they would stay financially solvent, and really using communications as a tool for help as opposed to a tool to increase share. And I think that's been a, a really interesting outcome of, of what we've done this year. Mm. Uh, years ago, we published a column um, titled, I knew I was an experiential marketer when. Um, so when did you know you were a marketer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've wanted to do this my whole life. Um, honestly, I, I, I graduated from Michigan State with a degree in advertising it is always what I wanted to do. Um, I think I probably, I, I think great marketers are people that inherently are, are good leaders and can create followership. And I was an athlete uh, my whole life. I was a student athlete at Michigan State. And, you know, I was, I was the captain of every team I've ever played on and, and oftentimes at a really young age. And I think that that's when I realized that I could be good at being a marketer because I knew how to create that followership. I could, I could sense what was needed. I could, you know, read the tea leaves, so to speak. And, uh, and kind of let the golden gut guide me. And, and I think that's served me fairly, fairly well in my career. And where are you finding inspiration right now? Um, I'm, I'm finding a lot of inspiration from 
taking stock of the simple things. Um, you know, my job is demanding. I travel a lot in a normal year, usually over a hundred trips a year. You know, I, I'm not home a lot. Um, it, everything's been different this year. I've been home all year since March. I've been able to be with my kids a lot more. I've been able to be with my husband a lot more. Um, we've got a, a four-year-old nephew who, who's been at the house with us a lot and, and watching the simple joys that he finds in life um, and being able to be there for those moments. Th those are the things that are giving me inspiration right now, watching how my kids have adopted to a very different scenario, how they've dealt with a lot of disappointment this year. Um, you know, my son was supposed to do an internship in Greece. My daughter was supposed to do an internship in New York. My oldest graduated from college, didn't get to have his graduation ceremony. And, and you know, my youngest graduated from high school and, and missed out on prom and and senior trip and all those things. And they, they took it in stride and they made the best of it. And I think those things have been really inspiring for me. Mm. And then um, parting words for our listeners who, you know, you talk about travel. Um, you know, this is a group that's on the road a lot. They've got itchy feet. They're looking forward to finally getting out and engaging with each other, with, you know, with the rest of the world in real life. Um, what do you want to say to people right now who are heading into the fourth quarter and how, how they should approach their outlook? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we're all we're all stir crazy right now. Um, and I think we all miss the energy of being with one another. But I think that we have to you know, we're not through this fight yet and we have to remain diligent. We have to remain um, responsible. Um, we have a responsibility to one another as citizens of this world to do the right thing. And um, I think we all just have to, to realize that if we do the right thing, there is going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. So just this is a really unique moment. Find the joy, find ways to in, find ways to um, appreciate the time that you have at home. Find ways to appreciate the flexibility that you have right now and embrace it. Um, things will go back to normal and we'll all be a year from now complaining about how busy we are and how sick we are of being on planes and gone, going all over the place and not having time um, and balance. And so I, I just really encourage people to, to take the best of this right now and let it carry you through the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Just stay the course. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time, Andrea. Um, I appreciate all of you for listening this week. I hope that you've had um, plenty of opportunity to get out and stretch and uh, take care until next time. This has been an episode of Take a Walk with an Exec, the exclusive EMS podcast serving up candid perspectives from industry executives no screen time required.